highly recommend doing something like that because bringing down that heat um, is going to be um, more helpful for keeping those um, things at bay. SOS spot treatment, anything that's got like an inflammatory property, anti-inflammatory property to it um, is also going to be really helpful um, and consistent routine. Like I think both skin types, I could really say having a really consistent routine that works for you is going to be important if you're wearing your masks for long periods of time. You're listening to Rebel Heart Radio, hosted by nutritional therapist Cassie Knabel and professional esthetician and makeup artist Genevieve Blair. A lifestyle podcast about clean living, making money, and badass people that inspire us endlessly. We created this podcast to walk through the tough moments of life with you, inspire you to live more intentionally, and frankly, because we like to talk. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure to catch our weekly episode and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have iTunes, we would be forever grateful for your review on our podcast. Let's get to our latest episode. The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. We are back. I'm dancing. I'm I like, snapped okay. a little bit. We'll see if you pick up that audio. I know. We, we took a break, guys, but look at We're back now. in action. And we're back to our core of just digging into your listener questions. And Mm -hmm. we're going to geek out on some skin stuff with Genevieve today. And I'm sure we'll have have some things to say. But um, I'm really excited to just, I don't know, powwow with you and get back to connecting with our listeners. We had a nice break. We got to exactly what we needed. Yes. And it's, it turns out based on our numbers, it's exactly what you guys needed Yeah, <laughs> to true. Like revisit the content that we've been mm-hmm. sharing with you guys for the past four weeks for all of our four best of episodes. Y'all were definitely interested in revisiting the understanding your skin type. That was a good um, one. We did a little poll in our Instagram stories and then I did it in mine as well um, for people who, you know, have you struggled to kind of find your skin type and the overwhelming answer was Yes. And Mm -hmm. I think the interesting part was most of the people who are in that yes category kind of self-proclaim themselves as combo skin. So make sure you guys go back to the combo skin episode. Which makes a lot of sense. A lot of people are combo. Yeah, I'll link it in the show notes for you. Um, But it's been fun to like just let those things come back and get revisited. And I've I've been listening to the episodes as they have released. Mm -hmm. And it's been fun to, you know, just go back and relearn some of those foundations and listen in and one of the episodes well two of the episodes i think were very early like episodes five and six super early right? mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. episode six for sure maybe like the first or second sessions that we really recorded yeah and <laughs> man <laughs> a couple of things it's so funny to to go back and listen to yourself from a couple of years ago yeah. and because we i mean i i re-listened to the episode before it launches to make sure that our edit is good and you know it's kind yep. of like a like a proof, a proof listen, as you, as you, as w- you say, as you were, <laughs> yeah. as you say. And when I listen, so I don't re-listen to it anytime later. Cause I know I'm like, we, we made the episode, so we know what's in it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting to listen to because I have learned so much and I feel so yes, much more confident around skin health and skincare yep. 
than I did back then. I mean, those were, that was like a year and a half in with Beauty Counter. That Mm -hmm. was, um, you know, very early on in our relationship, we had been, you know, hammering stuff out and kind of geeking out on skin stuff and nutrition on a personal level for about a year ourselves. Yep. And a lot of dots. Yeah. And you Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's interesting. I love, I reference episodes four, five, and six all the dang time. Mm -hmm. So it was really fun to go back and listen and think about how relevant all that information still is, even if the product recommendations are a little different based on what's available on the market right now. Yep. And, and then get to see the growth in ourselves as well. Mm -hmm. And like your growth and your nutrition knowledge too. And just like whole body wellness is really cool. So anyways, correlates and total, Mm -hmm. yep. Total flashback. And that's been really fun for me to kind of revisit some of those things and listen to. A little nostalgic, a little love, a little bit of, yeah, a little bit of like, I have come a long way. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. Always learning. I I think that it has been fun for me because I've also realized how much I've even grown as an editor, even like, oh my gosh, something I did not anticipate because like I've tweaked things. We haven't changed like foundational sound, but I've tweaked things along the way to make it sound a little bit smoother or you know more rich or like I liked my edits better later on like exactly where I picked and I was like oh I didn't remember that I had done that like (laughs) so it was it was interesting going back and listening that way and realizing that I was like I'm really proud of myself on many fronts like how often do we stop and celebrate like I mean real for real like stop and like evaluate I think that's why New Year's and like Space that September usually feels that way too for me, where I'm like slowing down for a second, or like it feels like a new beginning or whatever. Um, I want to be better about like reevaluating or like evaluating period, just looking back on stuff and like enjoying, or I don't know, like it was an accidental evaluation of like, look how far I've come. Like, that's so cool. Look at that. (laughs) Yeah. It's good to go back and check your progress too. I mean, just in, Mm -hmm. sometimes things are measurable in numbers, but you know, listening to your voice, that's not a a measurable number. Looking at listener Mm -hmm. counts. Yeah. We can look at that. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's interesting to get that qualitative evaluation when it comes to what you're doing and what you're putting out there into the world. And it was fun to be forced to re-listen because we know we're not Mm going to do it unless we're forced to, (laughs) Yeah, for real. (laughs) um, to make sure that we're putting out a quality episode for that, you know, that week. So, yeah. 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 I think that's just been tis the season for all of that right now. Like, yeah, a lot of reflection. Yeah, I've just, and it's, I think coronavirus just has forced us into that in a lot of ways where it's like, we've been kind of stuck with ourselves, (laughs) you know, and like, there's a lot of change and a lot of, um, a lot of things triggering a lot of things bringing up right now. And, and so it's been a, a real season of how do I move forward in this new way? And you know, it's like, I feel like boundaries in an important way is kind of a slow thing because you learn oh this is a boundary for me you pivot you change oh this is important to me it's it's like you know you're it's almost like you're building your personality and things that are important to you things that um protect your energy or help you make you happy all of that is such a slow build and we've been forced into a um trial by fire during this time where it's like you have to figure it all out all over again or reevaluate all over again what's important to you Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like I really had to be into this like cocoon stage because in May, my body was like, you need to stop. Like (laughs) like, my body was like, you need to stop. And I have been trying to 
kind of figure it out since and like I guess heal since then I mean I was doing everything I could to make sure I didn't get to a stage where my body was telling me to stop because I feel like once my body has told me it's time to stop that's like way down the road like there's things I I probably could have seen and the hard part was is it was like this train wreck that I saw coming and I couldn't stop I couldn't figure out how to stop it because I didn't know what to do like I mean I was trying all these things pushing all these buttons and pulling all the levers and nothing was happening and um I've had to do some pretty like drastic lifestyle changes, which has been kind of a, a real mind F if I'm honest, because um, I'm not good at rest. And I already kind of knew that beforehand. But what you had said, I think weeks ago is, you know, I am going to do better if I work hard, rest hard, not work hard play hard because play can be part of rest for me and I'm kind of starting to explore that again um but I mean I've had to like legit lay in my hammock and look at the sky well let's be real for a second family vacations are not rest (laughs) so true I'm sorry if you think traveling with children is rest no, you mm-mm. need to be no. slapped. Mm-mm. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Unless you're bringing mm-mm. a grandparent along, and they are like, and even then, doing sometimes. well. You guys have a different situation. <laughs> but like, if I brought my mom along, she would just do It'd everything, and it would be great. Yeah, for real. But like, I, I'm like, maybe bring a nanny. You're hired. You're getting. I like to call it a trip because a vacation An is like. Yeah, it's an experience. It's It's an an adventure. adventure. Yeah, (laughs) it is most certainly not rest. No, do not be mistaken. Like I've had to like not schedule anything. I like you guys haven't seen me share any of this because I've been also really protective of my social media energy. I guess you could say, um, in a way that I'd like to change or like step back into because I miss certain connecting parts of that. But. You should see the amount of sunset pictures I have and cloud pictures because <laughs> there's been a lot of and flower pictures because there's been just a lot of like, how can I live presently? How can I live in this moment? How can I how can I help my nervous system rest? How can I help my brain rest? Because all of those things have just been so mm, mm, hyperdrive for such a long time. I've really leaned into in the last week and um, I wish that I could have made more time for this previously, but I just couldn't make myself sit still, I suppose, make my brain sit still. Um, but I have had a subscription to the Calm app mm-hmm. for, I think, a year and a half now. I think I just renewed my my second year. I just well, it's started not my cheap. <laughs> it's not cheap. It's not it's cheap. But holy Moses, uh, 60, actually 60 for a year. But okay. but still, yeah, I'm just making but, things up. Um, but the kids' stories, like the sleep stories, I use it almost every night with Lucy. It's kind of part of almost like her meditative practice to like go to sleep. Um, and so, I mean, for that reason alone, it's worth it. But um, I've started doing the daily calm that they do because I've also realized decision fatigue is like a real issue for me. Um, way too many decisions, way too like really important big decisions that need to be made. And so I'm like, I had to take away my ability to make decisions for the dumbest things. Like I don't, I am not going to pick my workout today. I'm going to turn on my TV, turn on my dance system and click play on the first thing that pops up because I literally don't want to make that energy choice. Like just, you know, and things like I'm not picking my meditations anymore. It's the daily one that pops up. I'm just doing 
and um, I'm not choosing where I go on my walks. I'm taking the same route every day. <laughs> There's a lot of value in repetition. Yeah. And I've had to get really um, slightly boring in a lot of things. And it's like, boring. I don't even view it as boring. I view it as safe because it's just, I know what to expect. It's the same thing. Or at least it's just, you know, rinse and repeat. Like I can just, I can do this and it's good for my nervous system. Um, I don't know. Like it's been a really interesting time in that regard. And it's, um, it's been really lovely the last like month. Um, but I'm really, I am anxious. I don't like admitting that out loud because I don't like being anxious, but I'm anxious about school starting. So I mean, um, you're not alone. So many parents out there. Yeah. And some of you have already started. So I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of teachers and students have already started. I know. I feel like it's the calm before the storm right now. And I, I am like, do not want to go back to where I was in the spring. Mm. I, I won't. I won't. I can't. My body has told me I can't. Like, I cannot. <laughs> there was so, so much uncertainty then, mm-hmm. you know, that, I mean, we still have uncertainty, but it's almost expected uncertainty at this point. Yeah, it's expected so, chaos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe chaos, maybe not, but. I feel like chaos in my we, brain, but. <laughs> we know, we know that things are not going to be like normal anytime soon. Whereas before we thought, hmm, maybe things will be normal by summer, Mm -hmm. you know, and we've all kind of reached a little bit of normalcy in some areas or maybe not at all, but it's, you know, and I, I, it breaks my heart to think about, you know, adjusting to a new normal when it comes to life, because the new normal involves so much less human connection and relationship building, or it makes all of that significantly less in, you know, face-to-face and less convenient, Mm -hmm. frankly. The energetic Um, exchange is so different. I'm such an in-person energy person. Yeah. Like, I am. Yeah. And that's non-existent. (laughs) I totally understand. So, I mean, it's been been a difficult adjustment, I think, for everybody, really. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it even has been for us, and we probably have it the easiest out of most humans, period. I don't even like to talk Mm. about it. (laughs) Mm, yeah I mean I mean as your friend I like I'm very happy for you it's one of those things where at least somebody I know is not struggling really badly like I mean I know things are changing and hard and different yeah but um there's some the people I have I have connected to at least um some really heavy stuff like really hard heavy things and I'm just I'm I'm relieved that that's not a thing for you <laughs> like that. you know it's I think a lot I mean we're very very blessed in that we have needs met for child care and education for our child by mm-hmm. my mother mm-hmm. um so beautiful <laughs> it's beautiful I mean like I literally I think I have I shed some tears about it at least weekly just gratitude mm-hmm there <laughs> just um, so happy. and it's literally it's on my gratitude list every single day in the morning mm. when I do my journaling and, and gratitude list that's something that needs to come back in my oh, life honey yes um but I think I think a lot of what's going to the wayside for me is self again and I feel like I yeah. was just I was just getting the hang of that shit <laughs> I feel and that now statement. <laughs> I have to rework 
my movement practice. It was working with a personal trainer, but she had to kind of move on to her next opportunity, which was freaking amazing. And as her friend, I was like, heck freaking yes, go get it. <sighs> yeah. But I also, now I'm having to like go back internally and be like, okay, do I go find another personal trainer? Or do I start a new workout program and I find a buddy and we'll see what happens but what feels right all, yeah I'll keep <laughs> you guys posted on how it goes I know everybody's in a place of struggling with trying to get their workouts in um, mm-hmm. or maybe not everyone but if you are an obliger like me mm-hmm. um, and someone like the combination of being obliger and self-forgetting in the same time like that that's a Welcome. shitty combo for maintaining your health oh and for I feel me you so I, think, much. <laughs> I think the bigger the bigger motivation for me is that I want to be able to get through this if I get this. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, yeah. and I think the reality of it being really threatening and then also having really long term ramifications. I mean, we have a couple of close friends who have gone through this. And um, I mean, I highly recommend you guys follow um, Amanda Torres um, mm-hmm. over at the Curious Coconut. She had COVID back in March. Was it March? Yeah, or April? March early it was early yeah and she's still she's dealing with after effects now that are um you know affecting her nervous system her cardiovascular system like her reproductive system like this is not a drill this is not a joke Mm -mm, mm -mm. so i think man yeah we're gonna be the people who say like put your effing mask on um and -hmm. stay home but (laughs) i you know i think again for me i think so much of this is like i was working so hard to get more connection in my life and slow down more. And I've been able to slow down more, but the slowing down is me being alone still. Mm. Um, and for me, that's actually a really unhealthy place for me to be <laughs> is the, mm. you know, I, I need to have my moments of cocooning. I like to cocoon as you say, mm-hmm. um, during the week of my menstrual cycle, like that's mm-hmm. where a lot of inward work happens anyway. But I just, I mean, for the most part, for me, when I start to detach, it's, it's just not good, not good mm. for my, my mental health, my physical health, especially really suffers in that capacity as well. So I have to, I'm having to go into the season being very mindful mm-hmm. about how I'm getting movement in, how I'm getting connection in. And that's something that I'm like literally every day on my checklist in the morning, my self-care checklist, which I've gone back to now mm-hmm. it, after a couple of years of doing that is connection and movement. Mm-hmm. So do you think that some of that self-discovery was um, through learning about your Enneagram number and where your stress totally, lines go? Totally. And using it as a means to understand and not an excuse. Is, not judge think, or excuse. Yeah. 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 is really important. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. also, I mean, a lot of the work that I've done with Lucia in our, our program, which I mean, I haven't even scratched the surface on that program again because of how busy I am and then just not prioritizing it. Like, let's be real, right? We do the things we want to. Mm-hmm. We will prioritize what we prioritize. Things yeah. will move. The things that you manage will will move. And that's, I mean, and a really important thing to say. So I'm actually, I'm in a place, I think I'm gonna revisit James Clear's book on atomic habits. Mm-hmm. When I'm mm-hmm. um, leaving for vacay here soon and leaving for a trip here soon <laughs> yes. and, and, you know, kind of revisit how can I remove some friction? And that's kind of the mm-hmm. question that I'm asking myself in all the areas is like, if I'm going to do at home workouts, how can I remove some friction? Yeah. Um, and deciding if that's a, that's a, 
thing I can facilitate. So mm-hmm. yeah, I will, we shall see. It's going to be an interesting season, but I am determined to make it better than the last six months. That's for sure. And yeah. just because, I mean, you know, things have been hard, just yeah. Mental health on a personal level and on the mental health front. So but yeah, I think, and I feel like y'all are, it's an interesting time to have a podcast because y'all are getting like the real time ride, man. Like, <laughs> right. Welcome to uh, the crazy train. <laughs> the crazy train is here. The crazy We're train all is on here. it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. man, I'm kind of glad we had the exercise of uh, opening up and authenticity and vulnerability before this hit because... Mm. like yeah there's a lot of like real-time really vulnerable things happening for many 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 people right now and I I I hope you guys feel some permission to um, share that with people you trust and love because that has been astronomically huge for me um, is allowing myself to tell somebody how crappy I feel (laughs) like and not wallow in self-pity, but it's a little bit of like self-discovery as I'm opening up. So I think for some of you out there, that might feel really nice. Um, but man, the Enneagram was really important during this time for me too. It's kind of what, what pinged me when you were talking about how it's not good for you to be alone. But yeah, it's like the opposite for me. It's like good for me to be alone. Totally. It's like really good for me to Quieting be Quieting the needs of others and expectations on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like being alone yeah. in my hammock. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's not good for me to be alone. I'm never alone when it comes to work. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. constantly in community with my beauty counter team, um, in the blogging community with my, my business strategist, Shay, who's been on the podcast a couple of times with you at the podcast. Like I'm talking all day, yeah, <laughs> literally, mm-hmm. but it's more about time where I can just like sink into a chair, have a bottle of kombucha in my hand and like have a real conversation with a friend or go for a walk and like yeah you know we're still gonna talk business and we're still gonna talk life and all of those things but we're just we're just hammering it out and there's no goal right there's no like (laughs) we're getting this episode done or there's no right there's no no goal to accomplish other than connecting Mm -hmm. and that's something that I mean I really I have to choose it Mm -hmm. I really have to choose it Mm -hmm. because if I don't then it won't happen yeah. And my problem so, is I just have to like see it and we I have to think about it. I have to think, oh, I need to do this. I need to be alone. I need to like reset my nervous system. I need to not have yeah. needs around me. Like it's, but I, if I hadn't have done that Enneagram work, I wouldn't even know that that was important for me. It would have felt so inherently selfish that I wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. Like who knew that it's necessary? <laughs> yeah. Well, my dear, um, now that we have unloaded all of our, <laughs> <laughs> our corona a corona updates mm-hmm. um on life like true, what's true. okay so you also have something big to share with our podcast do. community that you've launched and of I course do. she launched it like while we were taking Mid-break. a break which is probably exactly what needed to happen yeah. but like <laughs> hello tell us more about skin besties yeah you guys got like a quick little blurb like a few weeks ago but <laughs> Really, it was um, Skin Besties is exactly what it sounded like. Like, The name came to me because I realized like the people that have access to me that are close to me um, can I I encourage them. I'm like, you have a question? Ask me like you're not going to step all over my personal boundaries. You're my friend. Like 
And I have to say that because otherwise they won't. And then they'll have skin problems and they'll be like, yeah, I just don't want to bother you. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to have to set that (laughs) like happy open boundary. But I have to like put that there. Um, Anyway, so somebody knows me personally, they can message me anytime. And it's like, you know, I'm like their personal skin bestie. And when I said that out loud to somebody, I went, oh. That's what I'm going to call this program. I'm going to call this program. So for a long time, I probably a solid year. I've been doing skin consults for over a year and a half now um, over the phone. And I genuinely thought it was going to be like six months and I was going to get everybody out of the way. And then I might talk to like one or two people or a few. Like I did not think this was going to be like pick up steam snowball. Like, oh, I have to put firm boundaries. so People don't over monopolize my time. Like I did not expect that to happen. But hey, people have skin problems <laughs> like they have issues and they want to be able to talk to somebody about it and they want to understand what's going on with their skin and they want to be able to ask follow up questions. And that was where I didn't know how to set that boundary um, because before I set the professional boundary of like, if you want to have time with me, then here's how you schedule with me. This is how much it costs. Here you go. Um, I had to set that boundary because I was getting messages in Facebook and Instagram. I was getting emails. I was getting text messages that got referrals from friends, a friend sort of a thing. And I am not good at, I will, if I don't address it, I will forget. And then those people will get ghosted by me. And that makes me physically uncomfortable I'm like I don't like doing that to people um and so (laughs) setting that professional boundary was like the same way right I'm like oh I hate it when I do that to people but sometimes if you know we don't follow these boundaries that happens um anyway so I set that up and it was not um it was very hard to schedule with me and I kind of did that on purpose there was a lot of barriers to get through like multiple messages and then you can cash up or Venmo me this and then I'll you know when I'm when I'm available I'll send you the email of how to schedule and and it was um like it was an evolutionary process and about a year ago I realized every single person was asking how can I follow up with you and I didn't have a great answer for them because I didn't know how to set that boundary up in a way that served them but protected me like I didn't know how to do that and so it was a lot of um you know if you have like a burning question and I can answer it go ahead and email me and um, if I can answer it succinctly I'll answer you back otherwise I'll ask you to schedule another consult and um that happened for quite some time and so there was a lot of people I was seeing every three months or I was talking to every three months sort of a thing and um started exploring uh, well in january i finally set up an automated scheduling and purchasing system a year into it where nobody had to actually talk to me to schedule with me and i was like ah okay and it was like it was this beautiful evolution and then i realized i need this i need to set up this system that is um, a more succinct way to follow up with me that doesn't require me to email people and because that takes up so much of my energy and time and messages can get lost and I just ugh. so skin besties is where you can purchase a, a 30 minute consult with me and then it's in beta right now so it's not always going to be um, the price it is right now but for now <laughs> um, for the next um, two rounds it's going to be um it's a 30 minute consult and then three months of weekly Voxer access. So I have like business hours um, and it's a separate Voxer account than my my personal like business account. So I only log into it on my computer. And I have to say that because so many people don't want to bother me or they don't want to like cross a boundary. And I'm like, no, no, no. This account is set up so you can like literally like just like word vomit on me for like a week. And it's not bothering me 
period. Because a lot of times people have questions in the moment and then they don't remember they have the question. And then, uh, so I'm like, if you think of it, send me the picture, you know, send me the voice message. Like, and then on my, in my office hours, I'm going to break it down and respond to you. Um, so you're going to get at least weekly responses. And it's been such a wonderful thing. Um, I'm barely talking about it and sessions are filling up, which blows my mind. Like I'm, I'm not really actively promoting it. It's one of those things where I think it was needed for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's serving a need that's there. That's been really lovely because people are, they don't feel uncomfortable. Like they're, you know, taking up too much of my effort and time because I've set up a really nice boundary that allows people to just, you know, do their thing with me. So that is something that is going to be going in beta. Um, the last session um, I'm probably going to be taking in October. And then um, and then I'm going to reevaluate and see where the needs are because this was my way of being like, is this serving them? Is it serving me? Is it, um, is there enough boundaries at all? And I've already started keeping a collection of like commonly asked questions. So that way when somebody signs in, um, they're going to have a list of like frequently asked questions. Like it's going to be a great like full program that I think I'm going to keep around for a long period of time. So if you guys are, if you guys are interested in checking it out, you guys can get onto my Calendly, get into my scheduling and, um, you can schedule right there. I'm also in my Instagram on my link tree. You can, um, sign up on the skin besties. Like what is this list? It's like the, the, the skin besties, um, newsletter type list. And that will kick you the info so you can read about it, like exactly what it is, how much it costs. Um, and then get the scheduling link there. There's, that's the, that's the way to do it right now. So it's been pretty exciting. It's been, it's been really wonderful. I'm getting a lot of really beautiful ways to connect with people, which is very much needed right now. So that's, that's what I've been up to. Well, and break. It, it feels, it feels like the release of our program or your program too, mm-hmm. was something that everyone was really needing from you. Cause the moment you yeah. put it out there, everybody bit. <laughs> it was just blew my mind. My amazing. Are all so awesome. No, I think it's <laughs> like, perfect. And I think it's yeah. genius to use something like Voxer. I love you know, we kind of talked about this in our, you know, business tools that we use, but I love the idea of being able to kind of have office hours, but like get to it when you can get to it and be able to manage yeah. multiple conversations like that feels more efficient than me to me than just being on the phone. Yeah. Um, and I think the other smart thing about what you're doing, there's so many good things about what you're doing, but <laughs> I think the other smart <laughs> thing you. about this program that people will love is that when you make, when you're making changes to your skincare, when you're focused on goals that you have for your skin, you know, that three month period of time is pretty imperative to be able to get some troubleshooting advice, yes. especially when you're trying a new product that you suggested during the skin consultation that you had at the beginning. Yes. And so being able to kind of loop back with you. So, I mean, if you guys have been listening to the podcast and you are always taking in Genevieve's um, advice and content and all the good things that she shares here, this is like the next step for you if you want some help with your skin. And she works with tons of beauty counter consultants. Um, This is a great way to connect with Genevieve and get some advice for yourself. Um, This is a great thing to refer clients to. I mean, this is in general, like Q&A, like with like, because a lot of people are afraid to ask me questions that may not necessarily pertain to them. But they're like, they've always wondered when somebody's experiencing this, what does that mean? Like that's, this is like an open skin besties conversation. Sure. Weekly. And I mean, that's a good place for the podcast too. Like, let me just yeah. say that. That's a, that's I'll a, probably be like, ask me that when I'm asking for Q and A's. Or you can put that. I mean, we always, we get so many questions in our yeah. DMs and stuff like that, that we kind of take into a vault and hang on to until we have our next yes. Q and A episode. Like, Ooh, 
that's a juicy one i'm putting that uh, in yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean that's what we have on our plate today i'm really excited um yeah. to talk some some updates with you around q a with skin i think a lot of folks are dealing with a ton of skin issues around mask wearing right now oh, gosh no kidding yes. yes so i think i mean or i'm gonna just dig into questions for you so this is the first question that we have for you and it is best tips for breakouts dry skin texture and irritation mm. of skin under masks mask knee has been a thing and i have yeah. seen some very <laughs> bad <laughs> advice from people <laughs> i'm like yeah honestly please don't please don't over exfoliate your skin with physical yeah, oh exfoliants okay. i'm over here like genevieve told me don't do this i Stop. already know um, oh my gosh there's so yeah, much to say so i i would love for you to go into a little bit of extra detail about this like if you yes. had someone who was dealing with any skin issue when it comes to what are the common skin issues that are coming up mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna ask a better question than this <laughs> what are the common issues that are coming up when people are wearing masks like what yeah. are the things to look for and then what can they do about each of those issues for real yeah and i think that the the major overarching issue is all of a sudden you've got this little like <laughs> microclimate that wasn't there before just on part of your face because there's a couple things that i'm seeing a lot i'm seeing that um, there's more irritation in the skin or there's a, an uptick in breakouts mm -hmm. and i want to talk about those in two different veins because um skin typing very much matters for what you're experiencing under your mask um for instance like for me my skin would just be irritated to the max and i might get breakouts from it but it stems from kind of like irritation i also have very dry dehydrated skin so i'm like oil dry water dry i'm, I'm constantly constantly working on both of those but that seems to be where my body goes um um, but a lot of people are that are like combo or like oily combo or um, or they're just a little more combo in the summertime are experiencing a lot more um, just because they're wearing a mask all day long or because they're wearing it more often. They're experiencing either contact irritation from the masks itself or they're experiencing like almost like humidity, like congestion. a humidity reaction. It feels like congestion yeah exactly because i'm like as you're breathing out you're creating you guys probably all experience my upper lip sweats like nobody's business when i have a mask on i'm just like ha huh. uh it's yeah anyway and so i personally don't wear a mask all day long i don't work at a job where that's required of me so i haven't personally experienced that but i am the grocery runner in my store in my family i am the one that leaves the house for things and when i go i try to go for several stores at a time i'm not about to leave the house like every day to go to the store if i can help it and so i'll have my mask on for half a day because i'm visiting like two or three stores trying to get things done in one day and um the the things that i have pivoted towards for um keeping irritation down in the skin which i think can be really helpful for a lot of people is um several things when it was colder outside, it was facial oil, facial oil, facial oil. I can't stress enough, like as the weather cools down, how important that could be for buffering in your skin. It's kind of a similar concept to working out. Like when you're getting um, sweat and that salt that's on your skin, you got to get it off as soon as possible. But if you can't, because you're wearing it for long periods of time, facial oil can be a really great buffer. If facial oil is absorbing into your skin really quickly, then take a look at the viscosity of the oil you have because like um jojoba oil marula oil almond oil absorbs into the skin really quickly 
And so it may not serve you super well. So choosing something that's got blends in it. Usually blends are going to give you a better, um, like a thicker viscosity than a single facial oil, like a single one, um, which is because each oil has a different molecular structure. One's bigger, one's smaller, one's, you know, got like a stronger lipid structure than the other one. And so they're all a little different in that front. So without like giving a blanketed pick this one oil, it's that's not really helpful for everyone, is as you're looking, find oils that have blends in them, have multiple oils, four to seven, four and above, like is going to be the most helpful in my opinion. Like you get to like the two or three mark and you're like, mm, you, you could do better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would um, encourage you to look for something that you can keep in your car, something you can keep in your purse, something you can keep in your pants pocket if you're like wearing scrubs or something um so something to look for i don't know if this is gonna be a thing but something that's been really helpful for me is having like those mini facial oils that we usually come in holiday sets Mm -hmm. with beauty counter because they are the perfect size and they're glass so i'm not worried about them um like leaching things it's small so it fits in my pocket um so finding something that's going to work for you you are not going to carry around a giant bottle of facial oil in your pocket so it's like like releasing that friction like you know you were talking about behind like that barrier of like am I actually going to do this that's something else I've been talking about a lot with people with um in skin consults is is this actually going to work for you or are you trying to force something that's not really going to work for you because I mean I mean I've had somebody who has had horrible um uh, sleep patterns since corona started and she's like I'm doing skincare at the weirdest times a day and so we've had that conversation too and So I'm like, if you are more on the dry, irritated front, facial oil right now could do a lot of things for you, a lot of great things. Um, If you're more on the combo oily um, front right now, having a mist that's handy that as you can take a break, um, you can spray down your face. Or um, for instance, I've talked to quite a few nurses lately too, because they're experiencing a much like a large uptick in issues because they're wearing the masks for like 10, 12 hours, you know, Um, is I like when you get a chance to go to the bathroom stop and splash your face after you wash your hands and then if you touch your face wash your hands again of course but it's um try to get that off your face and then if you have a facial oil with you just give yourself a little bit of moisture or a little spur of protection afterwards and that's going to help tremendously as you move forward Mm. so um that's my advice like while you're wearing your your mask and like how to maintain it as you're wearing it if you are wearing a mask and you are like I don't know what to do with my face once it's off, like when in my normal routine, um, just you want to think if you're on the dry, um, sensitive, mature skin spectrum, it's going to be a lot of protection, protection, protection. Like if you get out of your routine, your skin's going to become dehydrated and sensitive quicker because of the situation. So being on top of a routine that works for you, don't pick a routine that's too hard or you can't get a hold of the product or yada 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 um just be really uber consistent if you have that kind of skin type and you're gonna your skin's gonna be served way better in the long run if you can be really consistent and if it has to be simple cleanse and moisturize cleanse and moisturize like the serums and the prep steps are meant to kind of get you to that next level of results but if you're finding yourself being uber sensitive just bring it back to basics and just Make sure you're cleansing your skin in a way that's not irritating and that you're protecting your skin in a way that is truly protective for the environment that it's in. So it's like, um, I've, I've had to, I've had to, my skin, Cassie knows my skin's just been, I have the worst milia. Yeah. I've had the, I have the worst milia breakout of my life on my forehead right now. And I know it's because I'm dehydrated. So also keep that in mind is that if you're dry and sensitive, dry, like 
hydration, 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 episode which is four. so hard when you wear a mask on. Yeah, episode, episode four. four. When you wear a mask all day long, it's so hard. Get stuff with like reusable straws because you'll be able to like get yourself in there and because you can't lift up your mask all day long and sip. It's just not safe in certain situations. So I'm like, just keep in mind of your your hydration. And if you cannot get and Cassie, you maybe back me up on this. If you cannot get a ton of water in all day long, then think about the quality of the water that you're taking in. So making sure it's got electrolyte balance, mineral balance. Like I cannot tell you, I am deep in research right now in my my like downtime, which I don't really have, but I do it anyway because it's really interesting to me about mineral content and dehydration in the body and how that relates to the skin. And I'm I'm really deep into like research about that right now because it's I can't tell you how many times I say that. I must say that like several times a day, at least every day to somebody. And so if you're struggling with dehydration, look at the quality of your water, not the quantity necessarily. I mean, of course, more is great. Look at both. Look at both. Yes. Yeah. So more is not better if you're like washing everything out with just plain plain water you need some mineral content in there hi it me yeah and it depends on like the quality you're like your water source that you get like are you drinking Mm -hmm. well water are you drinking city water are you drinking you know what you need to supplement with Mm -hmm. and another reminder is like sparkling water all day is not hydration (laughs) sparkling water is very neutral on like the scale of you know granted are you drinking like high quality italian mineral spring water you know that's been carbonated like that's going to be a little bit better but you Mm -hmm. can't just drink your la croix la croix whatever the hell it's called um (laughs) all day and expect (laughs) to be hydrated you need plain you know or mineralized water yep so i i have to have to put that out there and remind people that yeah super important i love a sparkling water during a hot Mm -hmm. summer day i love that Mm -hmm. you know but you gotta mm-hmm. have some regular water too. Yep. Um, the, the other thing I wanted, I've had a lot of people asking me about these like aromatherapy rings that you can wear as like a nose ring. Um, mm, I've seen those. underneath your mask. And a lot of them are, you know, people are suggesting like peppermint or lavender oil. Um, and basically what they are is they're either silicone. Young Living have has one that's metal. Um, mm. I personally would not shop with young living for many reasons but that's my own personal (laughs) personal thing um I just don't I don't appreciate their business practices so that's something Mm -hmm. that I I kind of put a put a halt there um Mm -hmm. but it's all personal conviction but I will say I mean there's a lot of retailers out there that have these kind of silicone nose diffusers and you can and so there's a metal one called like aroma ease or something like that Mm. from young living and then the one that I like is a silicone one that you can put your own. You can choose the essential oil blend that you're putting. That in makes it. way more sense than like because I think it's going to be. So I think the interesting thing to think about then is how is that going to affect your skin underneath yeah. the mask? <laughs> yes. So are there yeah, any? There's a lot to say. Yeah, I was going to say, are there some specific essential oils that you would lean toward or away from in that capacity? I think you know the idea is to keep things kind of fresh under yeah. the mask because you st- i mean it doesn't smell great till it's like you know yeah eat, or and then put like a mask psychologically on. yeah have something pleasant to <clears throat> yeah. experience because you're not getting the full experience otherwise and yeah, yeah i can i can see some of the psychological benefits behind it um i did hear that there was a peppermint one and i kind of went ooh, i could see that being helpful cool um but 
Yeah, I could say because like, like truly when I danced hula, that's what we used to cool us off halfway through is we on the back of our neck, we would put peppermint oil on the back of our neck. It's, it's not a super sensitive skin area because um, it's a hot oil. Like if you guys hear us talking about certain oils are hot, meaning they could like get burning on the skin. Like I would never put straight up peppermint on my kiddos like it would hurt yeah. for them. Um, and usually you want to buffer it with like an oil. But dude, when you've got a minute and a half to costume change you are like, how quickly can I do this? And so we were like, like it's called like a neat application. There was no oil and we were just like patting it on each other and like moving on to the, our, the rest of the thing. And it was so profoundly amazing. <laughs> like, cause it's just, you feel like there's just this fan on your mm-hmm. back. Like it's, and so I could see that um, it'd be helpful, but you have to be so, so careful about where it's touching um, on your body because it's a hot oil. And so if you're using a hot oil, near your nose or like some people have sensitivity to lavender and they don't know it until they use it so just yeah. be careful about don't put it in wh- your nose if you don't know if you're sensitive or not yeah i'm like ooh, ooh. if you don't know can you imagine like putting that well i i think just the flippancy that exists around essential oils just yeah is so irritating to me like they're they are so extremely powerful and mm-hmm. most of the people out there in the universe selling them have no effing idea what they're talking about like yes, that's I, agree. I mean you know like the potency alone yeah i mean like let me be, be on my like my soapbox <laughs> for a minute I, I, they're really powerful but most of the people who are selling them are only educated by the companies they're selling them with mm-hmm. not in any sort of practitioner education and you know like please don't take offense if you're someone who sells essential oils i know you're just trying to help people but Mm -hmm. it's i mean it's a fact i don't there's not a lot of great education and i'm not trusting of education that comes straight from like you know just the company who's teaching you how to sell products it's a little Um, bit of a it's why we're constantly seeking out scientific data when it comes to skin and skin health and Um, personal care product safety and all those kinds of things that third party testing and third party um, information is incredibly important but anyways I think um, I think everyone needs to have a little more trepidation or a lot more (laughs) when it comes to what essential oils you're using how you're using them how they show up in your house Um, Mm -hmm. and because they can be where it touches your body (laughs) yes where it touches your body it it can be really impactful for health I mean there's some really amazing healing qualities there but they're also great yeah they're tools that should be used appropriately and I I agree because I I very much have been in the place where I was using it how I was told by somebody who sold it and trusting it and then later (laughs) in some and then I showed up at your house yeah Cassie was like what are you doing and I was like but this is not a thing and she's just like okay let's think about this for a second <laughs> like oh like gosh. how many natural substances are needed to make that one drop you know and think about what that impact that can have on your body and it's like the more I learn about how um our skin specifically interacts with our world the more I'm like oh yeah I can see how I wouldn't want that internally i may not want that in my digestive tract yeah you know at that potency rate it's like if i can have that in tea form i think i'd rather have tea form because that seems more appropriate for my digestive tract you know and so i mean but dude i have diffusers in every room like i'm getting i'm buying one for my studio because i can see the aromatic 
property quality, the, mm-hmm. the, um, the mental health, like the, yes, absolutely. Like, so I'm like, as well, far and- as like having a ring in your nose and having it in a mask, I'd be really careful because as you sweat, there is no like dilation, so to speak. But if you get warm, there is an expansion property that happens to the skin and it will only be where the mask is. And so you're going to have a different absorption rate. You're going to have a it's different really, yeah, reaction. It's condensed. Yeah, I, if, yeah, you, if you do use it, I think it's a cool idea. I will I say that. I one. I saw um, it and I was like, hmm. They're like, I mean, the the um, company that I found is called oillife.com. I'll put it in the show notes for you guys. Mm, but, a, cool. but a silicone nose diffuser that has no, it's not pre-charged with any sort of essential oil is like $3. So... I mean, it's not an expensive situation, um, but I will say I would be careful and I would only wear it for a short period of time. Do you know what I mean? As like a, let's yeah. use it as like a refresher kind of a thing. Cause a lot of times when we're using essential oils to like really get the benefit from our oil factory, which is using, smelling it basically through your nose is like you, you rub it between your hands and then you like smell it, you know, four or five times. Can you imagine the, the density yeah. that you're taking in as you, yeah. Or, you know, breathing that in all day or for multiple mm. hours a day. So anyways, I've gotten like three or four questions on that lately. So I was like, oh, that's this really is a good interesting. moment to talk about this. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a really good point. And people or have even putting essential about- oils like on your uh, mask. I've had people uh, ask me that too, or like inside it. Um, it really like on depends cloth on the masks. oil. If, if it's a hot oil, I'd be really, really careful. Yep. And most oils that are going to have some benefit, um, whether it's like immune benefit or um, most of the ones that I find that are like mental health benefit are um, usually blends like they're not just one oil it's very dependent on the person but the hot oils Mm -hmm. that are usually used for like immune support I'm really careful about that Um, about putting it on your mask yeah definitely don't put oregano in your nose (laughs) oh oh, first of all it smells terrible I know I just Uh, I just had to make a joke about it um <laughs> anyway okay that, that's that's a very relevant question <laughs> yeah so are do you feel like you've covered the mask wearing piece yeah I think I want to talk a little bit about if you have like acne breakouts real quick because acne breakouts are going to be a little bit more of a different issue you're going to have like you might notice an uptick of an inflammatory breakout and that has more to do with heat Great. than anything Go. and so if you're experiencing more of like a um, like inflammatory breakout, um, which is very possible underneath a, ma- a mask, is that it has more to do with the heat that you're experiencing. So, um, you know, of course, we don't want to be like pulling our mask off our face to cool off and things like that. So it's going to be things like um, when you can take off your mask, like if you're in your car or if you're on a break or something like that, um, doing uh, cooling off your face with like a cool towel, whether it's like a paper towel that's run under cold water or you maybe you're bougie like me and would carry around a gemstone roller or have it at your desk or have it in your purse and use it. I highly recommend doing something like that because bringing down that heat um, is going to be um, more helpful for keeping those um, things at bay. SOS spot treatment, anything that's got like an inflammatory property, anti-inflammatory property to it um, is also going to be really helpful. Um, And I, I honestly like consistent routine like I think both skin types I could really say having a really consistent routine that works for you is going to be important if you're wearing your masks for long periods of time 
So those are my thoughts on both of those things. Yeah, I would be curious too. So Norwex has a mask that has silver in it. It has their backlock. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's so. I would be curious for someone who is acne prone. I mean, I have these masks. That's what we use for our masks. But Mm -hmm. I don't have enough um, data (laughs) to say how this is going for me because I wear a mask once every two weeks. Like that's Mm -hmm. just I'm just not Mm -hmm. out and about. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and I don't. I really dislike it. (laughs) Yeah. Such a baby about it. Oh, frontline workers, we love you. People who work in grocery stores, we love you. Like, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, post office, so many. Like, oh man, sending Mm -hmm. so much love to you. But I, the, I'm wondering how that would go for someone who does deal with acne because you're reducing. I mean, silver is antibacterial and antimicrobial, so you're kind of reducing the the growth of that Mm -hmm. within within underneath the mask. It could it could be helpful. I don't have yeah. And yeah, evidence. it really could. But something yeah. to think about. I'll link it in the show notes for you guys. Yeah, I think that's really wise. Okay, so our next question is from a listener, and they asked, any advice on under eye texture and dark circles? I am just looking tired. <laughs> I just want to be like, yes, I feel you, sister. Oh, we are, yes. You are tired, probably. Yeah, <laughs> for real. We're all tired. Okay, tell us how to fix our eyeballs. Yeah, this is interesting because I have had an uptick in consultations of people being very pointed of being like, tell me about how to help my eyes because I just feel like I'm looking older, tired. Um, You know, I just don't feel like I look like myself around my eyes. And um, most of the time, it's the conversation of um, dark circles, um, more fine lines around the eyes than they'd like. And and so it kind of comes down to, yeah, an eye cream could be helpful, but our eyes are so susceptible to hydration, internal hydration. It's not even funny. I mean, even like the under eye um, discoloration can say a lot about um, maybe how your body's interacting with its environment or food, um, because I think there's a lot of correlation. And this is where like my professional advice ends, but I've seen it enough that there's a lot of correlation of like food allergies, food sensitivities, um, which can also have a huge play in hydration when you've got that dark discoloration. Now, if you're dealing with like purple um, or blue in that area, that's more what I'm talking about. If you're experiencing brown, that's different. That's usually genetic. And so that's a very different issue there. Um, So with both of those, though, it can be really helped by having a really great eye cream that is going to be addressing like anti-aging efforts. So things that I'll have like I can recommend ones that have like Bacuchiol in it because it's going to be um, talking about specific Bacuchiol is addressing hydration in the cell, like better hydration in the cell itself. And so you're going to get better results. And it's also going to help like fine lines around the eyes because fine lines, um, come faster when we're dehydrated and we can reverse some of those fine lines before they come really deep like wrinkles um, through better hydration topically but also better hydration internally so like both of those things play a huge part in under eye texture um, whether it's flaky dry skin whether it's fine lines whether it's like discoloration can be really helped with all those things under eye masks can be a nice like burst of like extra hydration um there's a, there's a lot of them out there, like a lot of them. So just make sure that you're checking your ingredients. If clean beauty matters to you that like that the ingredients are like good because it's really easy to just be like, I was going to pick up this quick. I'm at, it's just a mask. And I'm like, yeah, but there's some really nasty things in masks. So just, just, you know, 
read your ingredients <laughs> decide what what's your, important for you what are your thoughts on like the different eye creams from beauty counter and your experience mm. with like what issues that they help because i know people are going to ask about that yeah specifically yeah so the the two that i'm going to talk about are countermatch um the countermatch eye cream and the counter time eye cream they're um a little bit different in their formulation whereas like counter match is going to be great for prevention and for like fine line small fine line reversal because it is speaking to like nutrients in the skin hydration in the skin topically and it's aiding that structure while it's there so it's kind of helping you not lose it if you've already got it <laughs> or if you've got those um key in um i guess you'd say ingredients the keys that you need to have like healthy looking vibrant skin around your eye but counter time is going to do a better job of correction if you've got already have an existing problem that you want to fix um i have personally like i my mom bless her was like my guinea pig with counter time and i took pictures um over like a three or four month period i think it was four months and i am blown away at the results she had from the counter time eye cream like for real with her fine lines because she's 65 and her lines are starting to extend a little closer to her ear like towards her ear from smiling you know they're happy smile lines and she's like I don't want to get rid of them but if I could soften them yes I will be so happy about that and I was like let's give it a shot like because in that eye cream there's a specific flower extract that's meant to address like purple blue color under the eye Mm -hmm. and so um I really love that eye cream I haven't experienced anyone that's had any sensitivity issues to it which is super lovely because under eye can be really challenging when we're trying to go anti-aging because it's really I delicate not, i mean that's the only anti-aging eye cream the countertime um mm-hmm. is it eye renewal ultra renewal eye cream yeah i, I think it's ultra it's renewal eye cream mm-hmm. yeah that is the first one i've ever been able to use where i didn't get irritation period oh, interesting i mean I like that was even, the first one yeah that was the first i mean and then the other other one that I've been enjoying through summer, because my skin just gets more sensitive in the summer mm. and needs a little less heaviness in the in the comboness. Like what you were talking about earlier with like folks who are dealing with with mask irritation and acne and things like that. Like that's what I do with my skin during the summer anyway. I switch facial mm. oil. I'm like facial oil, facial oil. Yeah. I just simple bathe mm-hmm. myself in the number three facial oil from Beauty <laughs> yeah. Counter. Um but I've been enjoying I got it in a cause box, but um the Aqua Aura reparative eye cream. Mm. And it has like seaweed collagen. Oh, in I it. love seaweed for skin. I, I yeah. love sea ingredients like marine. I'm, and it's yeah. It's aloe based. So I think this mm. could be a good one for folks who are dealing with like inflammation yep um yep. true true yeah and it's feel ha- sensitive like anti-aging may not work for them because anti-aging is asking a lot of the skin which can cause further sensitivity so if you're concerned like that's a probably a great way to go something that's a little more marine based because marine based can be really helpful it's really yeah. heavy in the mineral content most of the time well and you and i have been geeking out on this brand for a while too because mm-hmm. they seem to have some really beautiful formulations so it's from earth harbor naturals and it's called mm-hmm. aqua aura reparative eye cream i will link it for you guys so funny but, we i told her that i was interested in this brand and i was looking at it and she goes oh my gosh i went to I my, that my she was at my house and i went to my cabinet and i just like brought and it I went, oh no way and so we've been yeah i've been geeking out on it and yeah yeah i'm, I'm so definitely is, talking with that company i have a discount code We'll put it in the show notes. Jen has a discount code. I have fifty percent discount code. It'll be in You're the show so notes. So fancy. I, I want your. Di- I need your discount code because I want to. Yeah. Order something. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I've been using this eye cream in the in the morning 
And then mm. I use the counter time eye cream at night. Is what I love doing. that so much because like daytime for me, this was a lot of education I've been doing too, is like daytime is how can we protect the skin for stressors we're going to meet throughout the day? And evening is, is how can we get results we're looking for? And so being able to play that balance because you don't need counter time twice a day to get results from it. Like once a day, like consistently. Yeah, absolutely. That'll give you results. Um, Because like my mom used the eye cream twice a day, but she didn't need to to get those results, really. So I love that. And if you're worried about sensitivity, having something that's more about like skin protection during the day might actually get you results faster if you're more on the sensitive side. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I have to go in the summer. So anyways, okay, I love geek out on eye cream. I love it. Yeah, I love eye cream. (laughs) The I think I nearly cried the first time I tried the counter time eye cream that I was able to like actually use oh. eye cream because everyone's like eye cream is so amazing and you're like what and then some people <laughs> just tell you that eye cream is just expensive moisturizer but it I mean if it's a good eye cream it has deliverable yes. actives that are going to help you like, yes I mean of course that's like, it can be a, you that's know, like farce, the best but... stuff you can get and then pro tip from a, <laughs> a non-skincare expert but a skincare geek put your eye cream around your mouth put your eye cream around your mouth in between your eyebrows Oh, total. I mean, don't, doesn't everybody do that? <laughs> I'm like, I put it on my 11s yeah, and I put it around my mouth. Cause I get the, like, that's kind of where I'm noticing aging first is like around my lips. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I just don't, I don't hydrate my lips as much as I should. I'm better about it right now than I have been in a while, but yeah. Yeah. Other pro tip, put it in your fridge. It'll feel so good on your eyeballs. Oh my gosh. Delicious. Okay. No, <laughs> yeah. That sounds real. I mean, summer put some eye cream yeah, in right, your fridge. For real. I love it. This is why mini fridges for skincare has become a thing. Yes. That's so cute. <laughs> mini fridge for skincare. Oh my God, gosh. Who has space days. for that? What is happening <laughs> in the world? I can't. No, no. Oh. I will not accept that. I refuse to accept it. Okay. Last question. Mm. It is tips for dealing with back acne. Oh. Is it the same as acne on the face? How do we, how do we work through this? I'm going to have a moment with you guys before Jen gets into the skincare. Yeah. If you're dealing with back acne, please look at your dairy consumption. <laughs> if you're She's dealing with back acne, gonna go. please look at your dairy consumption. Yeah. It's, I mean, more often than not, and this is totally anecdotal, you guys. Like, we've talked a lot about the connection with dairy and acne, the hormone function that can change in that capacity. Like, a lot of folks who are sensitive to dairy also have other GI issues that aid in the, like, production of, of acne on the skin. It's an acne is 70% internal. You guys like this is, you really got to address this kind of stuff. So if you're still, if you have back acne and you're still consuming dairy, step one, don't worry about your skincare yet. (laughs) Literally. I mean, we'll do that also at the same time. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But stop consuming cow dairy. If that's mm-hmm. the step, if you're still doing like other sheep's milk and goat's milk, cause a lot of us who can't do dairy products, will kind of switch to that. Um, you know, go to no dairy whatsoever, even no butter. Totally. Can we just, Oh yeah. Down to the nitty gritty, huh? Down to, to maybe just some ghee. Okay. So, okay. okay I just have to. No, I'm, I'm glad you said that. On. Yeah, no, for real. I'm glad you said that first because I was probably going to prompt you into that. Cause, um, I'm going to get real for a second. And I've told several people in consults because they've asked me privately and I've been like, you know, I need to talk about this publicly because um, I don't think many people talk about when they have body acne because you can hide it so easily, you know, and so it becomes a very private, personal battle that you're really scars. 
and it really scars and it really hurts like body acne hurts yep so i'm gonna be real the only acne i struggle with is i break out on my butt that's where i break out and it's never it is straight up inflammatory you guys like the breakouts that i get it's sometimes it's hard to sit let's think about that for a second i podcast and i usually sit but i have made it so that way if i need to i can stand for a reason because when i break out on my butt it's like it's just it's just like we were talking about training you cannot stop it once it starts for me like (laughs) you know and it's like once it's here it's here and you can't just will it away or topically wash it away or like lymphatic drainage it away like it's once it's there it's there and the same thing so like the difference between that you're going to find between acne and like body acne has a lot more to do with your um your body's ability to handle what it's taking in so either detox processes or um food sensitivity issues uh dehydration in the body i feel like i'm broken record on this episode but (laughs) hydration um but for me, it had a lot to do with when I start to get breakouts on my body, when I lean into my um, very gentle but helpful like um, liver support, I have my clear, it goes faster. It comes and goes faster. I can't stop it. It's one of those things. But I, and I also know when I'm better with my hydration, I notice that it's not as big. I don't get them really or they're much smaller and they don't bother me. And it is what it is. And so I think it's important to if you're getting body acne, take a look more about what's going on internally, because there's not a lot that you can do topically that's going to make it go away. You can absolutely make it worse topically. Highly recommend not scrubbing at your body with a brush. Don't Mm-mm. do that. Do not do that. Two reasons. You're most likely a brush if you've got um, when you've got red inflamed skin or um, that is an actual like breakdown of your skin structure. And when you brush over it, you're going to be more susceptible to micro tears, which are going to make you more susceptible to bacteria breakout, which is going to make your acne stay longer or be at worse. And so anytime that you've got body acne like that, like Norwex cloths, love them for that reason, because it's so gentle. There's nothing abrasive about it. It's got silver woven into the fiber. And so you can be rest assured that when you pick up the towel, it's most likely going to be bacteria free for the most part. Whereas like a loofah, a, a scrub, um, like a physical exfoliant of some kind is going to actually make things worse in the long run. Um cool towels anytime you have any of those things that's what's going to be the most helpful because um it's an inflammatory thing more than it is like a skin process thing which has more to do with going on inside so when we have acne on our face there's a lot more going on it depends it just depends like are you also seeing blackheads and whiteheads are you experiencing flaking flaking around the breakout um does it start as like this volcano that hurts really bad or does it pop up you wake up and boom it's there all of those things tell us different things about the breakouts and you're not going to experience that on your body because our turnover rate on our face is very different than it is on our body the skin processes are much different they're very different because we've got different signaling happening um this turnover rate is faster on your face than it is on your body and so which can present a problem because we have to support it differently because of that So I can't really say that if you're experiencing acne on your face and your body, that they're not um, that they're not intertwined, but they they most likely are because sometimes inflammatory breakouts on our face and our body tells us that there needs to be a nutritional lifestyle reset. 
um, or a practitioner really can work with you at because it's a signal. It's a it's a massive signal that um, nutritionists can look at and see with a more fine eye. You know, so I always tell people this is where my professional advice ends is this is what I see and this is who could help you along that journey. Or this is like the type of practitioner that could help you. Um, But they're 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 not the same back back knee and face acne in a lot of ways. It just depends. Yeah, I would also mention, too, because this is something that I've personally dealt with and experienced. If you're wearing a lot of non breathable materials, you could also be dealing with folliculitis. Mm. And so that's True. something to think about as well in terms of your skin. And True. let so, it breathe. <laughs> yeah. So folliculitis happens. So it's basically an inflamed hair follicle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it looks like a pimple and sometimes it doesn't. I get it on my legs if I wear leggings too often. And mm-hmm. it starts as like redness at every, almost every single hair follicle is like a little bit red. It's not like a lot. And then yeah. every once in a while I'll get like a bump at the site of a hair follicle that looks like a pimple. And that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Usually when people have booty acne, if it is condensed to like where your body creases, like where your butt naturally kind of creases or like mm-hmm. more toward like your pubic area or your tush, like that whole area, if it's more condensed around that perimeter, I would think about folliculitis. And so True. what I did was I made for sure to use a chemical exfoliant by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, You could use the peel from Beauty Counter if you're being smart about application and stuff like that. But I also... Nowhere near your pubic area, please. No. Yeah. That will hurt. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I used it as like a topical. Yes. Like on the spot. Yeah. If I had Mm -hmm. one that felt like a breakout. But what I've actually used is an AHA body serum. It's pretty clean. It says it has natural fragrance. I've called the company. They said they just use orange essential oil and then like grapefruit. So mm. I, I, am fine about it. I don't use it every day, but it's an AHA body serum from Ren skincare. Cool. And it like actually that. really helped me with keratosis polaris too. Cause I had that on oh, my for arms. Sure. Yep. yep. <clears throat> I think so, lactic acid is another great one because it's gentle yeah. enough, but still it's like softening enough that it allows the hair to actually like penetrate and pop through instead of totally get stuck and fester. So Yep, for sure. So, I mean, I wouldn't be afraid to go get a body treatment from an esthetician. <laughs> for you real. Know? Body treatments are oh, they're amazing. So, I love body yeah, treatments. Yeah, I mean, it really can hit the reset button with your skin. Mm-hmm. I I did microderm on my arms and it mm-hmm. literally like I haven't had I have I get bumps every once in a while on my arms like individual kind of KP bumps, keratosis polaris, but it, it's not like a full I don't have full blown KP on my arms. Oh, that's so lovely. Because I got microderm once. Yeah, <laughs> two years yep. ago. So I mean, oh, I think there's a, there's a lot to say about bringing bringing in the big guns. Yeah, but um, for, for for folliculitis again, I mean, a lot of it has to do with getting bacteria away from the skin and sweat away from the skin. So just spending a period of time, like you guys, if you go work out and you're wearing your freaking yoga pants, don't sit there in your yoga pants all day. If take you're dealing off. with this skin issue, yes, take them off, rinse off at mm-hmm. least. And then, you know, throw on a pair of something that's more breathable. Like get yourself some linen pants. Even tight fitting jeans can be problematic in yep. this case. Honestly, um, that's why I keep dresses and around because I don't love dresses. But I'm like, there's just times where you just got to let her breathe. And this can be a source for the for the back acne, too. If you're wearing like Especially a tight fitting shirt, sports bras, um, you see that a lot in women mm-hmm. for their chest area. Yeah. And then also... And, and I mean, obviously that'll cause like that can cause congestion and, and just regular acne vulgaris too. True. 
but I think, you know, be mindful of, of those kind of more topical things. And I just hadn't thought about clothing and I had been living in yoga pants for like, I'm glad you brought it up. Cause I months. feel like there's so, there's so much of a conversation of, um, well then how do I, you know, cause so many people use loofahs because you hear the talk about folliculitis and you hear the talk about tight clothes and then people think, well, if I just exfoliate and it's like, well, but you have to be careful about how you're exfoliating. It could get worse. It could cause another issue. So I'm glad we talked about, um, chemical exfoliant and for the body, there are lots of body washes out there that tout, um, like enzymes Mm. that can be helpful. Um, I don't have one off the top of my head, but I've seen them a lot. So anything that's like citrus based pineapple papaya usually tropical can be pretty great because usually it's got more of those type of fruits in it i think Um, ren skincare has a body wash that's enzyme based i will look for it for you guys cool because like that can be supremely helpful but like cassie was talking about the kp and like the irritated follicle (laughs) i've never talked about this publicly but like I actually like studied skin or studied um, hair growth for like four months, <laughs> like legit attended a class every day, read books because I, I went to electrolysis school. So I've learned a lot about follicles and hairs. And then I did laser hair removal. And so there was a lot of educating other estheticians about it. And anyway, and so I spent a lot of time talking about follicles and things. And folliculitis um, has a lot to do with you're going to hear me say it again. Hydration in the body. So it's like when we are experiencing redness in the follicle itself, it's most likely has a little bit to do with that. It's just it's it doesn't have enough hydration inside the follicle. And then you add a hair to it and the hair moves, the hair moves around inside that follicle. And that alone will irritate the follicle by itself. And then it creates this small but inflammatory response, which can turn into this just overload of like all sorts of things because the body's response to that is to send um, sebum through the follicle because it conditions the hair and creates slip between the hair and the follicle and so but if it's sending more oil and it's also like the the cells are proliferating inside the follicle that's when you start getting like a clogged pore that's when you start getting more blackheads like body blackheads that and so hydration 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 but um also like an enzymatic factor to your um sometimes charcoal body washes can be really helpful on that front but be very careful that it's not over drying you which will make it worse so just got to evaluate how your body's handling things individually but yeah folliculitis it's a thing also <laughs> regularly shave your legs that will help a lot too yes true, but true. then don't wear something tight after you do and nobody's going to like it when I say this, but it might be relevant right now because um, nobody's really getting waxing done right now. But mm. waxing could actually make it very cyclical with folliculitis because you rip that hair out and the follicle can be like, ah, oh, I'm good. But as soon as the hair grows again, before like, you see oh, it, F. <laughs> yeah, because the, before the hair comes visible um, before you can even be grabbed by wax again. And so it's like you'll have one wax and you'll be like, oh, my gosh, I, I look so like my my follicles are it's fixed everything. And then by the second visit, you're kind of like, OK, it's starting to kind of come back a little bit. And by the third visit, it's still just a big problem. But now you got to deal with um, you got to deal with all the same problem, but you're also getting waxed and it turns into this like horrible flick, like cycle with it. So um, shaving is actually going to be better than waxing in the long run that's so funny i don't even think about waxing because i don't wax (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't, it's not even something I think about. I was also oh going to add one more thing too. It might be really smart to switch to using a body moisturizer that's a body oil for the same reasons that you mm, would if you were experiencing true. irritation and warmth and stuff true, as true. that protective mechanism. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the blue tansy body oil from Primally Pure. Mm, and i have a discount tansy. code to primally pure for hey. you guys i think jen does too do you have one too i don't i don't know why okay well we'll get you guys happen, one but um and so the blue tansy body oil from from primally pure and then i like the citrus rosemary body oil too from beauty counter mm-hmm. um and it's pricey but a little bit goes a long way for both mm-hmm. and so i switched to using a, a body oil a lot when i'm having that irritation or as a preventative measure Mm-hmm. um as well so that's so something, good something to think about like if you if if you because like for me when i use a body oil my body goes like i mean sucks it's it like right in gone like gone <laughs> and so i can see the benefit of it so i highly recommend um actually like blending of a body lotion you can't really do like i don't recommend blending it for the face because the face kind of needs the the two differences but for the body blend the two together like body lotion and a body oil yeah there you go all right friends well i think that concludes our our skincare q a for today that was fun yay (laughs) thank you okay you guys have a wonderful week we love you we'll talk to you next week yeah catch you next week thanks for joining us today on this episode of rebel heart radio you can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com or you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes and we'll catch you guys on the next episode.